Welcome, everyone. This is the Should I Start podcast. This is a podcast where we talk about innovators, creatives, and business owners for global listeners. The show is about the creative process that many artists, business, men, and women employ when creating their works. You'll hear from musicians, producers, poets, photographers, innovators, business owners, and more. Please subscribe to our season and enjoy. Today, I have a very special guest with me, um, a forward thinker, a very tactician-ner of marketing, business, and creativity, Michael Tamzil. Okay, awesome. <laughs> I like that. I like the word tactic. Very interesting. For those of us that don't know who you are, how would you describe yourself to them? It's funny. Um, this morning, I came into work downstairs get my coffee, drink my water, whatever, and then a guy stopped me. Just like fucking 6'2", six 6'4", six big dude. I'm tiny. He looked down, and he looked like, and then say tense. I say, yeah, 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 I seen you run, uh, whatever he's saying, right? <laughs> and then, well, I own Brickle.com. I'm doing this, 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 and I'm working on something else. Let me introduce me to my partner. So we went around, and then he asked me, Times we shake hand, whatever, and he asked me what I do, and I just said I make shit happen. That's first thing, and then I build brands, and I'm just I love what I do. Doesn't fucking matter what it is. So you're a passionate creative that builds brands that build empires you have the the vision yeah you could say that you're a forward thing you're a visionary who's passionate about the projects that he gets involved with and you seem to be a very strategic in positioning yourself in places where people find you and people will recognize you Ooh. okay <laughs> if that's how good. it is that's how it is <laughs> um where are you from originally indonesia indonesia yeah Okay, how long were you there for, if you don't mind? I came to America when I was 17 and a half. Okay. Two suitcases, a blanket, and said, I gotta make it happen. That was a while ago. That was like 23 years ago, 24 years ago. You're not that old. <laughs> Dude, I'm fucking 41. No way. Yeah. No way. 4-1. How do you do that? <laughs> I'm 41. While motherfuckers losing here, I'll be growing here. So, you know what I'm saying? That's the beauty. Reverse engineering. Correct. Where'd you get your passion from? Ooh, I think I got my passion from my mom. Straight out. Mom shows me passion. Mom shows me hard work. At a very early age. Because my father had an accident. He was in a coma for like three months. And then from then, he was paralyzed, meaning he can't walk, he can't talk, basically a baby. And mom got to pick up the slacks and see hustle, grinding, like crazy grinding, and watching that, trying to help. And I think that is the first seed planted on me. The care and the passion that you have now, you carry that throughout your projects with Always. your clients. Always. Has there ever been a time where 
you doubted yourself? No. There was no opportunity for doubt to be in your mind because you had to get things done. You had to make things. Yeah, you can't. You can't doubt. I mean, living with doubt is like stupid. You know, either, either you go forward and it came out to become something or you fail or whatever. But you got to keep going. You got to keep moving. Um, when you strive for perfection, it will slow you down. So I think it's about making shit happen always. And eventually when you look back, oh shit. It looks perfect. Instead of you dwell in the circle and running around in the circle and doubting and whatever fucking reason you have in your head and then in the end, fuck, I didn't go anywhere. I'd rather just go straight. If it happens, we're able to analyze it now. Yeah. If it doesn't happen, then we just sat there and thought about it. It's like wishful thinking. It's talking and doing. It's two different shit. Yeah. One thing that I've heard from other people is that your charm and your passion has affected others. And I hope so. No, they have. They, they, I they, fucking they, hope they, so. They, they told me. Yeah. <laughs> they told me specifically. Yeah. It's um, you're very unique, and the way that you view things. Hmm. That's why you would be deemed a visionary because the way that you see how things can be executed is different from the standard. American or a standard way of thinking in society. Mm. What part of yourself do you try to leave with people when you like meet them? I think doing shit spontaneously within self, within myself, there's never an analyze, there's never a strategic thinking. Oh, I'm going to an event. Or I'm going to do this project. Or the, and let me get my mind right concept, right? Just fucking go. And I think charismatic or energy, it comes from within and it can't be polished. You know? So whatever you, you, you think first, whatever you do first, then you do and you act. And stick with it but you really got to believe it right so to me that internal comes the one from the heart should be the first thing that comes to your mind and then eventually come out of your mouth okay instead of mind to the heart and the mouth all right it's it's the heart you gotta you gotta start from there i think people saw and hear whatever the vibe that they get of me is because they feel there is no fluffs, right? It is what it is. And there is no aside ideas. There's not a, I need to see you because one, two, three, or whatever. I want to fucking connect with you. I want to connect with you. I want to say shit to you. I want to say shit to you. It comes all from within, unfiltered. And because of that authenticity, it helps me all these years. Growing up with the parents that I have, mm. I can say that I have been conditioned to think of myself in a certain way and to think of the work I do in a certain way. 
I've now come to the point where if I'm not smiling about a project or a task or an assignment, I'm staying clear away from it. Mm. And whatever I'm happy about, whatever I smile about, and whatever gives me joy is the thing that I decide to focus on. Mm -hmm. Is there anything that you have gone through that you didn't have passion for, but you had the discipline to still get it done? Mm. This is the millennial fucking problem that I think. I need to enjoy what I do. I need to love what I do. If not, I wouldn't do it. There's some... That's the fucking problem that, that I think we have nowadays. What is given to you is given to you. That's number one. Like it or not, it's in your fucking lap. Either you're gonna smile doing it, or you're gonna complain doing it. That's two options, right? But if you love doing it, fuck the subject. The subject is subject. If the passion is indeed to create or to do, it's still, that's the product, right? So fucking enjoy it. Oh, I don't like to work on this because I get to spend three more hours where I could rollerblading down Lincoln Road. I can't get this done because I need to go have a beer and a happy hour. I mean, I always said, give me passion or give me nothing. To me, that is very important. Whatever is coming to you is a gift to you. It's your job to make it whatever you want. So there's no such thing as one job become better or one client is better, whatever. If it still pump you from within, you better do it at a hundred. There's no stopping. Because when you stop, you better change career. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> good. Where'd you get the inspiration for Tams? Yeah, I think it's best to go there. I think it's a good start. So you guys really know. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think I'm always in the creative side. And uh, I live in New Zealand, Australia, back to Indonesia, travel, kids, whatever, bullshit. But I remember I get into airbrushing, drawing, whatever. So I did airbrushing for cars and shit like that Whoa. in Indonesia to make some money. And then... What was your first car that you airbrushed? VW Beetle, the classic one. I put some shit on the back of the hood. I forgot which drawing it was, but I remember that. And then during that time, also writing a piece of paper saying, I want to be the greatest designer ever. Just like a manifesto without thinking it as a manifesto. So from then on, I left the country, came here, and that has been the key motivation throughout, right? Go to college, which is the Art Institute of Fort Lauderdale. During that time, got to still make money, whatever, eat. So I did airbrushing on a t-shirt. You had an idea in your head, and yeah. it aligned with your heart. Correct. 
this is the first thing, right? It comes from the heart. I put it down on paper and I act on it. I told my mom I'm out. So where are you going? I'm going to America. Because if not, I'll be in fucking jail. You know what I'm saying? Sold everything, sold my motorcycle, got my ticket, peace. So you act. You feel it, think about it, and you act on it. Act. Boom, go to school, finish. Finish my associate degree. Call my mother, graduate. Mother said, nope, I need a bachelor degree. There's nobody in the fucking family with a bachelor degree. Go make it happen. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> so, continue. Got my bachelor degree, finish it in one year. So, again, feel it, act on it, do it. While other people take three, four, five classes a semester, I take ten. I need to fucking finish so I could eat. I took ten, took ten after ten, all of a sudden I finished faster than every fucking buddy else. It's the drive, right? That's an incredible drive. You yeah. doubled down yeah. on the time that you needed to take yeah. because you didn't want nothing to stop you from. Right. You yeah. determine. You, you really got to know do you how bad you want it. So finish that super fast, super quick, and then call one place. You hiring? Say, yeah. His name is John Gabino. And he asked me when, if I'm good, I told him I'm the best. That's the first question. Second question, when can you start? I said yesterday. And then I was hired. Um, doesn't even look at my credit, doesn't look at my resume, doesn't look at shit, which is amazing. I think that also influenced me somehow, right? In later on. Worked there for seven and a half years. I got my green card finally. The day that I got my green card, I came downstairs to HR. Told them I'm out. I'm done. I served my time. I learned a lot, right, within the corporate world. And during that time, in the later year, I'm already freelancing, already making, already doing shit behind the scene, on top of so. I go to work at 8.30, wake up at 8, go to work at 8.30, to be at work at 8.30, finish at 5.30, be home at 6, eat until 7, 7.30 until 3.30, 4 o'clock is my other shit, which is learning, exploring, just continue my crap. Then went to HR, said, I'm done, I'm established, I want to make my own company, I want to start my own. And they asked me, why? You have amazing time here. You are great. You're making money. And I told her, the lady, she's super awesome. And I said, I need to jump. I need to figure this out. I need, the heart was calling. Start my own shit. I'm just going to jump. Well, what happened to the, if it doesn't work, at least I learned how to swim. So that's another jump. And then from there, 2002, I think that's when Tams formed. So that's the back story, how Tams happened. Wow. That's the, that's the back story. And so many more other little details, but that's the generic wider picture. 
Wow. Yeah. yeah. That's incredible. Right. It's just some of the things from your story aligned with things that I went through. Mm. It's like, even though you like it here, my heart, I know that there's something more that, right. that's, that's begging me right. for its attention. It's important that it's not, I'm going to set up a company. I spent seven years learning about the business before I set up a company. You get what I'm saying? It's yeah. not like, yo, let's make a company. Do it. I spent seven years being in the creative industry as an art director and a creative director. I understand every fucking shit. Learn it. And then I am ready. So basically, I'm being cooked. Do I like it? Yeah, sometimes I like it, sometimes I don't. But I know that I'm being cooked. I'm somehow, I'm going to get out of the fucking oven. Right? When the bill, when the oven sound bing, here's your green card. I go downstairs, I'm ready. That's my moment, right? I write it down, I live in Indonesia. I got a green card. I write it down, I live in Indonesia. Go to school, finish the school, get a job. Done. Get a job. You got a green card done. That's the milestone. So that's that. So, okay. So whenever you have a thought or an idea, do you write it down now? Or is it second nature? You just act upon it? Act upon Everything is all action. Yeah. But from the ideas that you had, though, I had the idea. I wrote it down. Important to at least build the willpower through that action. Correct. I have an idea. Write it down. Yeah burn it or something right. so it's engraved and then act upon it until it's like second instinct that yes. this is what I need or this is how I feel and this drives me I'm going to go and gravitate towards it Yeah, through execution correct oh. you're going to have goals you got to have goals and short goals and fucking kill it from there to there mm. life is a marathon but the only way to finish you got to sprint and there's always checkpoints how many other like-minded creatives work with you in TAMS. That's an up and down too. And started as one. me. Remember? Yeah. 2002 was this me. This started as me. Right, exactly, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. 2002 started as me. Just a reflection. Just Correct. a reflection. Yeah, 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 it's just yeah, like, I love I, it, I love it, I yeah, love it. There's four, there's, you're doing four people's jobs right now. <laughs> right? Yeah. Exactly. So, it started as me. And then... Lead one job, lead to another job, lead to another job, another client, another client. I say, okay, I need help. Go back to the school. Give me somebody to the teacher that I trust. They sent somebody. And he's been with me, Fab, been with me, what, 13 years? So he's the longest. He's been 13, 14 years. Fab. He came in with a mohawk and a motorcycle. Reminded you of you. To, me, to, to an interview, same concept. I didn't look. I did not look at the resume. I didn't look at shit. I saw the hunger. So I said, "Fuck it, let's dance." So he was first, and he's still here. That's amazing. And now he have three kids. He's reading the Bible, complete opposite. <laughs> As an individual, he grow, right? But it's still the same. Wow. And then Asia came in. And then Otto came in. 
was one, two, three, four. And then Allison came in, that's five. And then we moved the office. I added three more, that's eight. And then added two more, that's 10. We had 10 people strong by 2008. From 2002. 2008, economy fucked up. I let go four people, three people. Not because of who they are, but because the industry that we play in, meaning I have a 3D artist, Hector. I said, dude, I can't fucking have you, man. Go do you, do your thing. You know, uh, it was a great ride, but I can't. Uh, had Alex, now he's with Deep Sleep. He owned Deep Sleep, same bullshit. I can't fucking hold you, do your thing. So a lot of people break from there just because of the financial. But we fucking survived, right? Um, Everything's I, on good terms? Yeah, I mean, it's what it is. What the fuck you want to do? <laughs> okay, you did this again. We didn't cause yeah, it. No, Shit just happened. I know, I know it happened, but right. like, it's just like you can leave a place disheartened. Like, too bad. You, no, but you could leave a place to. I think that's just like a millennial thing that I go through. That whatever action I decided to do, it's I. I finally worked up the courage to professionally say. Like, I'm done with you hmm. to a client. Yeah. Because of individuals or members that may not agree with my work ethic or right. the way that I execute or overlook the value that I do bring and then don't appreciate it. Mm -hmm. I learned from there to, there's, first of all, there's a way to say it. Yes. Second of all, it's okay to do it. But the grind and the work that had to be established beforehand now has led me to opportunities where I do projects like these. Yeah. Where it's like, all right, it, I don't care how much money you give me towards a project. If my heart's not in it to a right. certain degree, to a certain degree, you're disrespecting me. You're unappreciating me. It's not worth the money. Yeah. I agree. I totally agree. I mean, but I don't the, know. But that's what the work that I, I get. To me, it's business in the end. Also, it's business, right? Yeah. Shit happened with the fucking financial, whatever. Yeah. I got to do what I got to do. Yeah. That's number one, but I never come across, or hopefully, I don't want to, but if I'm a dick, I'm a fucking dick for a reason, but it doesn't mean that it's a disrespectful thing. It just, it is what it is. I don't sugarcoat shit, right? Dude, I got, you got to go. Get the fuck out. I can't fucking pay you. You cannot get any realer than that. The fact that you are doing it. Yeah, is just admiring the person's character and the respect. Like I don't, right. you don't deserve lies. Right. Like you don't deserve. I'm saying this because I respect you. Right. Because now you can you can strategize within your head and come up with a way right. to do whatever it is that you have to do to make shit happen. Yeah. Because you don't want to you don't want to deny anybody their opportunity to be the best that they could be. Right. So I don't want to lie to someone and then um, they psychologically feel hindered because I did these actions mm -hmm. and they feel like, because people like to blame other people instead of right. like taking responsibility and accountability for themselves. Right. I've been guilty of that tons of times. Yeah. That's, that's human nature. Yeah. I'm learning that when you, when you do business though, understanding business, because mm -hmm. I'm still understanding and dissecting business as a creative, it's like, it's business. Yeah. 
you can't have your heart into it yeah. but the way that i work and the projects that i do i am so people involved correct i agree is there is there some like is there a philosophy or um some suggestions or advice to give to not only me but just like someone that's going through a similar experience like business is business even though you're in a creative field but you have to kind of like separate the two because we are in the creative field i think your business is you right so People got to feel you no matter what. If they like you, they like you. If they don't like you, they don't fucking like you. I think seeking approval is too much that I don't want to fucking do this anymore. I'd rather be that straight up than a drag, you know. To me, that's very important because you are your business. There's You can't separate, right? I need that, that concept of life work balance fuck that if it's your business which is this or my business which is that is there's no such thing you adapt you adjust you change or whatever in the end it has you as the pilot have to know where the fuck you're going at all time and if you need to make switch 180 280 whatever you got to do you got to do it and i don't think you are to blame and just got to know that Whatever you're doing is not from a personal side. Especially when you start including different people. I'm doing it because I'm the fucking pilot. And we go left, we go left. You want to go right, go fuck off. Peace. I'll see you on the other side. But this is my ship. This is my business. This is yours. Then this is your business. So whoever's in that boat got to adapt to you and your vision. And then, if it doesn't, peace out. Same thing that happened to me with Asia. Asia was a great designer. And I see his passion is in writing and in poetry. I pull him aside one day and I said, Get the fuck up. You're passionate more about that than this. I see it. Go all in on that one. And then 10 years later, he still thanked me for what happened. Because I see that his heart is there. Fuck you, fuck off. All blessing. <laughs> you know? But in return, yeah, yeah. Yo, he called me for, for more shit because it become and it's real. Yo, Tam, thank you. Da, da, da. You book shows, make money. But I need, sometimes you need to get kicked. In the butt? Yeah. And check you. You know, I think that's very important. Speaking of check and being kicked ah. as a way <laughs> as a way of um, going to your end goal, social media. Mm. The term entrepreneur is a hot term. Mm -hmm. And I've discussed this with most of my guests that come onto this podcast. How do you feel of people calling themselves entrepreneurs? with today's digital age of Instagram, Facebook, mm. Pinterest, Twitter, mm. whatever the platform may be presenting themselves in such a way. That's like the best thing that I can come up with the presenting, presenting, <laughs> presenting, presenting themselves in such a way where it's just like, 
visually, but the work ethic. You seven years in a corporate environment, creative corporate environment. Right. I worked at a college institution. Right. I feel as though that I could do more and I did more, but it was strange because I had such, like I had a wonderful boss Mm. and she taught me empathy. Mm -hmm. And it's like, ah, you taught me empathy, but I don't want to leave you like this. But I feel like the corporate environment will find substitutes for me that would adequately do the job. Yes. The fact that sometimes as much (laughs) as you care for someone, you got to let them go. Yeah. You are a real entrepreneur. Never call me that. Okay. Myself that, but whatever, right? Do people call you an entrepreneur? I have no fucking idea. You know what you call you, and that's what I think. That's right. That's the important. It's right. like you know yourself. Yeah, I think that's very important because entrepreneur, entrepreneur, entrepreneur. I hear that shit a lot, right? So you are self-funded, self-driven, self-charged, and whatever. Okay, great. Show me the result of it. You know, either you build something develop something you create something but entrepreneurship i think you got to show me the fucking money too if you really want to go to that dictionary level the way i see it is making money from doing you you are the business if you are an entrepreneur are you making money then that's the validation. Okay. That's dictionary term. That's, like that's in the my book. term. I don't fucking read dictionary. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? I think that is that is my definition of entrepreneur. Everybody could call it, but are you making money? So let's just say I'm a photographer. I'm an entrepreneur. But are you making money with that photography? Meaning that you don't have any other job but that, and that sustains you. Then you will call yourself an entrepreneur. Because it sustains you. Right. It's not that I'm a photographer, but I'm doing law office in the, the daytime. Yeah. Then you're not really an entrepreneur. So therefore, people that present it, if they're not backing it up. Right with making the investments or making like, oh, I have an iPhone and right. I'm saving photos or something of like all the the volunteer labor I used to do back then mm. to present now. If they're not making financial like advances, right. then it's, it doesn't really count. <laughs> That's like making a jar, painting the outside of that jar with like to make it look like water. Right. But when you open the jar, there's no water. Right. <laughs> Correct. Correct. It's just it's just a facetious presentation. Correct. That's feeding people's vanity and ego. Yeah. That's entrepreneur to me. That's entrepreneurship. Okay. You gotta make money doing you. It's true. Am I funny? No. Thank you. <laughs> what creative field do you like? the most you can't categorize that shit if you're in creative field then fucking create i think that is that right you juggle between graphic design photography and then the, you know it's the same shit 
be here. We are called, some of us, to create. So it doesn't matter what the medium create, period. There's so many boxing. I'm a videographer. I do weddings. I'm a lifestyle photographer. Dude, just fucking create. Oh my gosh. You know, too many titles, too many sub-professions. That, why? I don't get it to this day. Never get it. I think the way that people want to be perceived or want to be understood is limited by the thinking of the people that they're communicating to. It's like, how can I better describe you to other people or how do I better understand you to build a relationship with? Hmm. It's like, oh, so I do numbers in front of a computer oh you're an accountant mm. or something like that because yeah. those are the types of professions so in my head i clicked numbers computer as the you're phone. an accountant i think okay. peop- i think peop- i just don't like compartmentalize I, I hate boxing yeah. people in or boxing myself yeah within certain aspects of the creative field so what what's the name what what should i how should I? Is it okay to call you Michael, Mike, Tamzil, Tams? How do people know you, like name wise? People know me if they meet as you. the Golden Child. <laughs> this is the 2000 era. Dave Grubman gave me that name. Dave Grubman is the Golden Child. Yeah. So in the nightlife world, where I came from, everybody knows me as Golden Child. And then now, everybody knows me as Tams. Golden Child? So, I want the knife, a- Eddie Murphy shit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, That's fucked up. It's, yeah. it's actually a good movie, though. It's a good movie, yeah, a good and, movie. It, and it, I think it fits my role then. The one that guides people to their purpose? Creatively. Like, finished. I like the finish on that one. So you've guided a lot of creatives from amateur to professional. Is there anything that you can um, help me understand more between the difference of a amateur creative and a professional creative? Amateur creative or professional creative. I think everybody was once an amateur, right? But because you have done it over and over and over again it becomes your second nature i think that's the graduation level you know is meaning that on the daily you keep perfecting your craft whatever it is and then eventually you become professional there's no time frame there's no limit when you become professional i think it's just true repetition of doing the shit that you love doing will hopefully makes you be a professional mm. there's no you're still gonna learn every day but it's a different learning mm. even though you can do something with in repetition you constantly grow 
by doing those actions. Yeah, those what are Aristotle, you, go you are what you repeatedly do. Yeah. You'll go faster, you'll be stronger, or you'll be more tactful. Yeah. In your process, you'll be more efficient in what you do because you'll now be more you familiar with your tools. Become professional. Okay. So it's about how many times the more you understand your craft mm. and how quickly you're able to execute or how efficiently you are in executing it you become more professional because I feel like an amateur would be kind of sluggish. No, yeah. like I don't know this and I don't know this, Yeah. but then some people create with such heart and they create these masterpieces right. that that's their unique process. Yeah. That's just how they go about it. But then in the creative industry, I think you guys forgot one thing. Everything's still based on intuition because we are all an artist. So the process of, 24 frame per second to 60 frame or 300 dpi to 72 dpi or instagram format or that fuck everybody minds up i think it's, you gotta feel what you're doing you gotta feel it i think that is the most important thing you know and there's no there's no you become too technical eventually just because of so many things that you lost that why you did it in the first place. You know, I want to shoot upside down. Or I want to add it a square format. That was the core. But because now you got to shoot video in a vertical format. Instead of the... Who gives a fuck? I'm shooting it like this and I'm going to present it like this. If you are truly a creator, then you stick to that then relying on what the platform needs you to do it because you're going to get lost because there's so many so people follow the rules or the guidelines of the platform and they lose not the main the, thing the, the purpose of why they're even doing it to begin with correct because they're just trying to create yeah so they get blinded by those like but i want to follow it in such a way right. that like i and more favorable on the platform Seek. or yeah. believe that they they feel that they would be rewarded for being more of like strategic with it yeah yeah i don't believe in that shit just fucking do it what's your philosophy on creativity bruce lee's philosophy be like water that sometimes you gotta use pastel colors and that sometimes you gotta use fluorescent but in the end, you have to flow with it and don't fight it. This is the same design process. This is the same marketing process. This is the same campaign process that I'm doing. Is the feeling is important. That's to me. The people that have come in and out of your life, have they given you any seeds of wisdom that you can tell us the people that come in my life and out fuck okay <laughs> like fuck them or? okay listen up yeah podcast take your fucking tissues out okay 41 years old people come in and out my father's da my father's dead Two and a half weeks later, my wife is dead. Then my mother's dead. 
dead. My friend is dead. My other friend is dead. And people left and right that I kind of know is also dead. So the death around me told me to to regret nothing and to just fucking do it. And also maybe makes me have bigger balls and have no fucks to nothing. Just because what the fuck have you have left, right? Um, and I have the philosophy of you're born alone and you die alone. So knowing that or having that in the back of your head when you get out of bed, change the whole shit. You have nothing, nobody to please. You have no, you just fucking doing you. That's heavy. You know what I mean? Bible saying the same thing, right? From ashes to ashes. It's all you. This is your path. This is your line. Do you. Everybody's going to die. I just experienced it earlier. And that gave me a lot of confidence. That's the heavy shit there. I went through some dark times. You know? But out of that dark times, I think this is the way I put it. So, going back, right? Brief. Okay, you need to breathe. <laughs> this is, I think, is a good takeaway from people. Okay, you ready? Ready, ready? Who gives a fuck? This is a takeaway. I think this is, if everything you listen to leads to this moment, then it's good. This is what I want. Everybody even fast forward, right? So my father died. I went to Indonesia. Bury him. Jump back on the plane. Come here within three days. My first wife told me something wrong with her head. And that the can... And we went to John Hopkins. John Hopkins, the lady said she got six weeks to live. And then two and a half weeks later, she died. So within two and a half weeks, my dad died and my wife died. But during that moment when the two and a half weeks of, of hospice, the two and a half weeks of morphine and, and whatever fuck it is, I think what has taught me is that hold on to nothing. What I meant by that is, if you hold on to this, and you say, I can't let this go, I can't let this go, you will never understand what has put in front of you. That was, that was the release that I need. So the day that my wife died, in the morning, she called me in the room and she told me to let her go. I was, wow, I was bang, fuck that, blah, 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 blah. By three o'clock come, I, said, I came to her, I said, yo, all right, fuck it, I'll let you go, peace. At seven o'clock, she died in my hand. So, going back, if I didn't let go, I would not have another wife. I would not have two more kids you understand because in the end nothing is yours you get it once you know that in this 
fucking world we live in, nothing is yours. The way you live, the way you do change. Because you know that nothing is yours. None of these are fucking yours. It could be taken away from you. So I learned that my wife is taken away. I got to let her go. I said, go back to God. Here, you own her. You rent it to me. I took care of it. I give you back. But because I gave it back freely, he then rewards me to better, bigger, whatever. But first you got to want to release whatever it is that holds you down, that, that pulls you, whatever fuck it is, you got to just release it so you could enjoy what's coming. That's it. That's what life's about. That is what life's about. Learning to let go. And that's, that is been into my practice how I run the company, been into practice how I create, how I design, how I do art, how I fucking drive, how I wake up, I go to, it's that. Got it? That is, if you could have solved that early on, that's magic. That's, that's, that's golden. That is golden. But not until you've fucking been through it enough. Wow. You know? Just to, un- just to be in a position to hear it. Mm. Thank you for being so expressive and open right. about it. But you But yeah, like none of these, none of this matters. None of these matter. So don't hold on to it. And if you let go and let God, you'll be open and freely. You'll be maybe or maybe not rewarded. But the fact that your heart and your mind is just released. Yeah. Just because you can't hold on to it and as much as you want to try to do something. There's nothing that you can do in your powers. That's like saying that you're only accountable and responsible for yourself. Right. And so don't be mad if don't be mad at yourself if you're trying to use your phone and your phone's acting up and you blame yourself. Mm. I'm just like technology messes up all the mm. time. Mm. There's there's don't don't feel emotion to that if you're in, in the physical health. And it's like it's not like you can be in that person's body right. or you can be that person's blood and then try to like fight off. Mm. So they can they can recover that they can survive. You gotta you, you flow, get, man. That's the bottom line. You know, just that's the only fucking that's it. If you know how to flow as a person, as an individual, you it's it's fluid, and that has to apply to your craft. Because nothing is set in stone. No. You don't fucking know. Just flow. Just go and flow. So the final question I ask is, should I start? What would you tell your younger self if they wanted to start their goals, their ambitions, their passion into this creative field or to become who you are now? Hmm. If your heart's in it, then start. That's number one. Whatever it is. 
Yeah, you have to fucking start. <laughs> That's see, it. Now you kicked in the overdrive. It's just like, yeah. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. Should you start? Definitely fucking start. Because you already did. Right? You wouldn't change anything that you I wouldn't do. reverse engineering None nothing. You should start. Definitely should start. Why? Because we need more people who is more... We need more artists right now than technicians. There seems that right now, at this present moment, there's so many technical people that understand the medium that missing the soul. So you have the passion and you could provide and create that is more authentic. There's room for it. But it's not going to be fucking easy. So you have to have that passion to carry you forward right so there's no i'm gonna give this much this much it be all in or nothing you know that's to me that's what i'm gonna tell myself my younger self i mean fucking younger self i got a son so he's <laughs> eight years old i never say no to him like no as in i want this and then no or i want to try this I like, just don't say no. You want to go to sleep at two, three, then fucking go. Who cares? You want to jump off the roof, then jump off the roof. There is no no. You will learn either or. Either you wash your head or you stand up. There's only two options. But you got to fucking do it because if not, you're going to regret it that you didn't do it. Might as well do it. Who else is going to do it for you? To me, that is that. Go all in or nothing. You want to do become a photographer? Then be a photographer. Right? But don't worry about the aperture or whatever. You shoot what your eyes see. And you click when, you, when the heart tells you that is the time to click. Um, you want to be a graphic designer? Then... Create. Um, just don't stop. Just go. Just go. Just go. You never know what you're going to stumble on. You never fucking know. Right? I've been lucky to have TAMS for 17 years. When we still going. 2008, 2009, financial crisis. Half of industry is gone. We're still going. Now, 2015, 16, 17, 17 some certain industry in the market is slowing down or whatever. And no, hold on. There's another recession after that. And everybody's gone. And if you look back, only certain real motherfuckers survive. And it's the same people. The fake ones, the fluff ones, the engineered ones, gone. But the one who is from within, still standing. You know? That's it. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> my, my God. Tamzil. Yes. A.K.A. Tams. Yeah. Now, if 
there's anything that you want to give to the viewers in that camera, that camera, please, how are we able to work with you, collaborate with you? Um, where can we find your work? Um, if you can plug us up and give us anything social media related, website related. That's no plug. I think I'm going to leave it with this, right? <laughs> Build your brands, create whatever fuck you want to create, and think that one particular thing, right? For example, Bill, Phil, create this podcast and think to give back and stay in that. That's how Tams is. We build brands, we create cool, and we think, what the fuck, whatever we are in that moment. It's always changing. So for everybody, I think should define that. Build yourself or your brand. Create. Create whatever. Whatever creative field, just create. And then think how you could make a difference through your creativity for that space. That's it. That's no plug. And there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you. You have been awesome. Thank you. This is awesome. Dude. <laughs> huh? It's really good. So I hope you guys love this video and the videos that I have been producing. Let's go. I love the people. I love the guests. If there's any feedback that you would like to give me, Please let me know in the comments below. Yes. If you can please subscribe. If there's any way that I can improve on it, let me know. I'll be glad to hear it. And I also want to know what's on your mind. This is an ongoing conversation. Let's go. I want to, you know, understand you guys more. I want to provide more value, more content for you. Yeah. So if there's anything that I can do, just please let me know. I'll gladly help out to the best of my abilities to provide you this content. You're crushing it, bro. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs>